spread the word. The JCPenney Friends and Family Sale is back. And this week, we're passing the savings on to you. Use your extra 30% off coupon to prep your home and style your family for Easter. That's extra savings on top of our great low prices. Plus, share your coupon with everyone you know and love. It's always better when we save together. JCPenney, make everybody count. Offer valid 311 through 317. Exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details. Mean Old Lion Media presents the history of being black. What up, though? I'm Jay Hall, and this is the History of Being Black podcast. We talk all things blackness, elevate our blackness, black, 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 black in our history. Open everything as well for you. Somebody asked me how I'm doing, and I said, I'm just a Tuesday in. I have no idea what that means, but that's how I feel. <laughs> Yo, today we're going to get into a little something that had social media on a frenzy just about a week ago. By the time you hear this, Recording. Oh, it was a New York Times article about a first date on Popeyes. Now, if you haven't read it, I'm going to go through it with you. Okay, so here we go. Now, I'm going to remind you, I am going to slaughter these names, not because I don't respect these individuals, because I grew up on hooked on phonics, and sometimes I fail. Okay, but that's okay though. We're gonna do this together. All right, Sharia Wade and Stevenson Boyce. They met on a dating app called Hinge. Stevenson had canceled twice on the first date. Now, on the third attempt, he calls her and she's like, look, if you're going to cancel this third time, don't even come. I'm, I'm through. He says, hey, listen, meet me in this parking lot real quick just so we can talk. They go on the parking lot journey and they meet up at a location. They start talking for a little bit and come to find out they had a lot in common. They talked so long, they got hungry. And they ordered Popeyes, which was also in the parking lot. And they ate and they even talked, I think, until they said the sun came up or twilight hours or whatever. This was the height of the pandemic in 2020. During the early days when we were all like not knowing what's going on. Remember when we were wrapping our shirts around before we was like had, you know, designated masks? Well, he met her in this parking lot. They get to talking. Now, he was married before for six years. and He's divorced. And at the time, he was also dating five other women. After they dated for a month, they became a couple. Now, mind you, she did state, Wade, that after that third date, she was like, I want to marry this guy. And so when they became a solid couple, she said to him, quote, I'm going to need you to move in in six months if we're going to be a couple. Need to know if you fully off the market, unquote. Now, listen, he thought she was crazy at first. I'm like, what you talking about moving in in six months? Me? Brother moved in in six months. They blended. They got along. He had a homeboy who recommended that they actually go on a date because he wanted to propose to her. So his friend was like, listen, go to Barbados. And his friend believed in them so much as a couple that he even bought him an engagement ring. That's right. He bought Stevenson Boyce, his man, an engagement ring. Now, later on, Boyce paid him back. Get engaged. They get married. They move into a home together that they built. The end. Now, this story right here was like lightning everywhere. It was striking across the digital universe of opinions. <laughs> he woke me up on my sleep because my text message threads, group chats of friends are just having these deep discussions. And so I'm going to read you some of the tweets that I saw in response to this day of the New York Times. This one comes from at Amisha Cross. Quote, I'll save y'all a read. 44-year-old loser guy meets 34-year-old on hinge. Cancel on date three times 
on the fourth day meeting Popeye's parking lot. The entire story is shameful as f There are thousands of great black love stories on New uh, Black Love Stories. New York Times do better, unquote. At Como La Florjas, quote, as someone who knows this bride and was in the wedding, I know that she is happy, thriving, loved, and blessed. She never wanted to be married, but she found a great guy who has opened her eyes to even more amazing life. She is no fool, and he does his part. They are good, in big, bold letters, unquote. Last tweet, at Ben Sir Jetaimi. Boy, y'all be killing me with these Twitter names. You don't want your job to know, man. Come on. They say, quote, their first date was not at Popeye's, which would certainly have been one thing, but in the parking lot of a Popeye's. After he canceled on her twice, he was a divorcee 10 years her senior, dating six women. His co-worker bought the ring. She is a VP at a multi-billion dollar company, unquote. All right. Now, let's, let's tackle this story a little slowly. Because a few things come to mind when I first heard this story. First of all, Popeye's biscuits with strawberry jam is fire, yo. No, like, seriously, you ever tried it? There was a time back in the day when I grew up in Detroit, we used to just pull up at Popeye's in Highland Park and just order the biscuits. And then we would go over to a spot, a takeout spot back home called Molly Molly Shrimp Shack. And we would get shrimp and we would get biscuits. Totally unhealthy in how I'm living right now. But this is what it was. And when you spread that strawberry jam across them buttermilk biscuits with Popeye's, boy, it gets a sensation in your mouth that only the hood can love. Now, I taste some Popeye's biscuits. Now, I may not feel the same, but listen, they are fire, okay? Them Popeye's biscuits are fire. I put Popeye's biscuits up against anybody except for Pillsbury Doughboys on a Sunday morning. Anybody. Because Pillsbury Doughboy biscuits on a Sunday morning taste immaculate, okay? It tastes like all my sins have been washed away. At least that's what I tell myself because I don't go to church. But they fire. The second thing that comes to mind when I heard this story is, y'all be angry. <laughs> like, for real. I mean, come on. Calling this story shameful? I mean, shameful? Somebody else calls son a loser? You know what I'm saying? Like, shameful, son? Like, shameful? Like, how is this story, like, the, like the biggest shame? Like, we got all these things going on, you know, in our community that we are trying to make better of education, politics, black entrepreneurship, ownership, and this right here is shameful. <laughs> and son's a loser, son? Like a loser? All right, all right. And most importantly, what comes to mind when I, when I, you know, under you being angry is that a lot of you don't read. You know, yeah, technically, like the one individual said, the first date was out at Popeye's. But I heard a lot of people kept saying that. And yo, the New York Times got to do better because technically the first date was not at Popeye's. And most importantly, y'all don't read. I mean, some of y'all totally missed that the first date technically was not Popeye's, meaning like an intentional thing. Like they didn't, he didn't call up and say, hey, listen, we like to go to Popeye's. They called up so they can actually meet up and talk. I mean, dude did cancel twice. Probably wanted to have a conversation. Can we just rap for a second? You understand? And then they met up in the height of the pandemic. I'm pretty sure during the pandemic, these two were not the only people meeting in parking lots. I mean, there was mad folks that was meeting their grandparents in parking lots. I mean, 2020, during the pandemic, the height of it, when we were still wrapping shirts around our faces and not knowing where this COVID thing was coming from, 
you know, all them YouTube theories that was being spun around and everything like that, and, and people was dying and all of that. Like, I'm surprised they even stayed in the parking lot talking that long. Because I don't know nobody who I stayed in the parking lot talking with that long during the height of the pandemic. I was in the house. I was one of them. Okay, say what you want to say. I was one of them. But it wasn't an intentional day. It wasn't like he said, hey, listen, strawberry biscuits, strawberry jam on these biscuits of fire, would you like to meet? And even if that's the even if that's the case, you know what I'm saying? She said, yes, I'm just clearing that up. Now, <laughs> he, he didn't buy the ring. And I saw a lot of think pieces and TikTok videos and YouTube videos, you know, he didn't even buy the ring. I mean, as someone who glanced at engagement rings one time because I was with one of my homeboys, they all look like social security numbers to me. I don't know, admittedly so, what we would be considered a genuine ring, like as far as when it comes. But if it's based on price, I'm out of luck, yo, because they all look expensive. And most people I know, um, regular non-fire brothers or whatever, not big corporate brothers that, you know, they got to go get that money from somewhere. They don't really have it in their back pocket. They don't. So I guess would it have been better if he would have had signed up for like a loan and had to pay back Bank of America? Or would you prefer him paying back a black bank, like industrial? But he paid back his man, like he paid him back. So his man went and got it. He paid it back. You know what I'm saying? Didn't propose. And they got married. The third thing that comes to mind when I think about all of this, is that the couple got to take an L2. They do. I'm not sure how the couple thought in this era that their story in this social media climate was going to be somewhat praised, you know what I'm saying? Like, for allowing this story to be out there in the wedding, I don't know if they got paid. You know, if, if, if this is made up, you know, because nowadays, people want the perfect story on social media, especially with the, with the title Black Love. They want the perfect story. They they want the horses. They want 20 horses to come in. They want 50 groomsmen to all be dancing at the same you know, um, move. They want all of the, the bridesmaids to love each other. They want snow to fall in July. They want the grandest of speeches. They want God, Allah, and uh, Walmart there at the same time. They want everything to be perfect. They want to read it, and they want to be like, oh... And you better, within your wedding vows, say Sierra's prayer. That is the only way you're going to get approved. Anything less than that is they're going to poke holes in it. Okay? They're going to start breaking down. They're going to start fabricating, making up stuff. You know what I mean? All of that. They got to take an L. Now, they were saying he dated, he was dating five other women as he was dating her. I mean, they met on Hinge. I mean, just because it might have been a dry season for her, it was okay for him. Like, I'm, I'm really trying to understand if we're in the dating atmosphere, what does it matter? Because apparently he dropped them, right? He, he broke up with them he, or stopped dating these women to see her. So what was the big issue when it comes to that? I mean, honestly. But the couple got to take an L. They do. This also reminded me personally how much I used to suck at dating or still do, low-key. Like, I, I, I never really... If I could share anything with you, I never really got it. You know, I was raised around women. I was raised around people who, who dated and stuff like that. But it was always, from what I saw, it was always like, listen, when you start going on dates, treat the woman well. 
Like I was definitely taught to treat the woman well. I was definitely taught to open doors. But when it actually come to like on the day, I was, you know, I was told to, it might've been a little bit too progressive at the time, but I was told to like ask them what they want to do. You know what I mean? And when we was, when I was a teenager and even in college, a lot of us was definitely broke post-graduation before Obama. A lot of us was linking up, having dope conversation, this and this and this. I really didn't understand the concept of dating until I became like a very grown man until I went on this one. And I'm not necessarily going to call it a date. I had met this young lady and I was like, hey, let's meet up at Starbucks because I think we got each other's phone numbers at a club or something the night before. And I wanted to meet up at Starbucks just so we can have a conversation because I hadn't seen her any other time and my schedule was busy and her schedule was busy. And I'll never forget, she showed up at Starbucks and she was like, oh, this is decent. This, I never had this before. This is decent. And I didn't understand what she was saying because she kept referencing it. This is nice. This is quaint. This is something different. And I was like, finally, I was like, what, what, do you, what do you mean this is different? And she was like, I never came to Starbucks for a date. And I was like, I don't know if this is a date. Y'all, I want to meet up with you, you know, outside the club lights. And she was like, well, usually when a man wants to meet me for the first time, he takes me to a five-star restaurant. Five stars. And I was like, Oh, okay. Um, like, like what? What you mean, like five stars? I didn't know what five stars meant at the time. I was young. She was like, you know, like hundred dollars a plate, things like that. I was like, on the first time meeting, she was like, yeah. I was like, wow. I just wanted to get to know you. And you know, needless to say, nothing went any further. You know, after that. On one side, though, I do get the reaction. You know, I got mad homegirls who talk to me about the f the half ass effort that they feel like men be putting in, and it's true. It is. I got homeboys who pretty much roll out of bed, spray on deodorant, throw on a shirt, hoping that the wrinkles come out on their way to the date. And they pretty much show up and they and they and they like, what's up? And guess what? It don't matter how much money they're making. It, it comes from the brothers that be making a lot of money, whether it's on Wall Street, you know, the suit and tie brothers or the everyday nine to five brothers. A lot of them do put in like half effort because a lot of times in society, men just got to show up. That part is true. Like, I get it. I totally get it. But the thing is, I can understand if you're upset about what you feel like is a half effort. I get it. That's your life. But obviously, Miss Wade, she didn't mind it, right? Like, obviously, I mean, she she was when he called, she was on something like, if you cancel it, we done. And he obviously convinced her to have a conversation. It was the pandemic. I'm pretty sure that came up in their conversation because if we can all remember what was going on through our minds, we didn't know what the world was going to do. We didn't know if the world was going to end or not. Why can't we get to a place in our society where it's just like, oh, okay, that's what's up. Oh, okay, you in love now. Oh, okay, that's good. Like, we watch all these movies and we're, we we see all these things and I, we want it to translate to real life. Like, I think it should only be a problem if a person is telling you they're dealing with somebody that they feel is not putting forth the effort that they're putting in. But if someone is telling you their story and they're okay with it, why, as long as it's not abusive or anything of that nature, why can't it just be like, okay, cool? Especially if you don't know them. Y'all can be, people in general can be so big on tradition and what you think things should be that a lot of times you're not really taking time to see what you appreciate for yourself. I'll give you an example. A friend just told me not too long ago how she thought miniature date, you know, miniature golf was like so fun. You know, you see the Fresh Prince episodes and every time you see a black sitcom on TV, she thought miniature golfing was so dope. So she wanted to go miniature golfing. 
She finally went miniature golfing with this guy, and she was bored as hell. She hated it. She hated the whole game. And on top of that, the guy was born. And what I said was, well, probably because miniature golfing strips down to where it's just you and that person's personality, because the game itself ain't really that fun. But that person's personality is really just vulnerable, like unarmed. You're not glamorized by, you know, the world-class dinner and the sparks and everything like that. It's just you and that individual, which, you know, it's been advised, right, to not go on a first date to a movie because you don't get a chance to really get to know one another. And it was like, probably, but they don't want to go miniature golfing ever again. (laughs) I don't understand why we let these social media posts structure our whole entire Black experience. That's really what I'm coming to. I mean, if it ain't one guy showing up with a McDonald's burger to feed his one son and not feeding everybody, the woman who donated her kidney to a man, her boyfriend, and people was having arguments, it's not your spouse and everything. I don't understand how these stories get us all in this frenzy. Like, I'm starting to believe the theory that some of these stories, men are just made up and they just to get us black Twitter just upset and angry at one another for no damn reason. And listen, I've never been the kind of individual that's on some like, why y'all paying attention to this when this is going on? I mean, I have a whole um, blog post called Walks and Choose Bubblegum because I do believe I can be pissed off at Trump and I can be pissed off that my milk is spoiled in my fridge. I can be angry at two different things at the same time. We are capable of holding on to these things. But I do wonder sometimes when we look at these stories, these everyday stories, and we get so angry and so upset and it becomes so stupid to me. All right, number one, the young lady who gave her kidney to the man and then later on the man cheated. You had so many people already on their keyboard with their thumbs like, see, this is why you shouldn't have did it. It's not your spouse. Well, I'll tell you a little secret. If I needed a kidney, and my girl at the time was the only one who can give me a kidney, and she was going to let me die, the relationship was over pretty much anyway, okay? <laughs> it was pretty much done. How are you going to have a relationship after that? Because you was going to sit there and be like, well, you know, we ain't married, so I'm just, you know. And then even if that person did cheat after that, but they're alive, okay, you still might be listening to me and saying, no, nah, you ain't going to do it, and that's why you don't do it. But if you're going to do things for a reward, then you're in the wrong business anyway when it comes to this life thing. Okay, just don't do it. Just don't do it. If you're not someone who's going to meet in the parking lot and have a conversation with somebody, then just don't do it. Like, don't. All red flags aren't universal. Own your red flag. Say what it is that you're not for. But to sit there and decipher and pick apart and be on some this is what's wrong and this and this and this and this. Everybody look dumb. Men look dumb on some like, see, this is a real woman because she was able to look at this man right here and see him for what he is. No, no, no. Because honestly, homie, if he would have tried this when we wasn't in a pandemic and we wasn't on shutdown, he probably wouldn't even got to the second date. You know what I mean? When he canceled the first time, she probably would have been like, no. But the pandemic put us all in a position where we had to rethink things and reevaluate life and look at life a little bit differently. Humble ourselves. We all got put in that place. Listen, we are still in the pandemic now, but that shutdown and what it did to us and the effects on us, man, they're going to be writing about us. It's the reason why the aliens didn't come invade when they were supposed to. My theory, my belief, I got no facts to prove that. It's just what I believe. But there are so many red flags. Like, I got my own personal red flags. Like, if someone chooses KFC over Popeye's, if they choose Waffle House over IHOP, or if you judge me, because not only do I like salt and pepper on my grits, 
but I like sugar too, all of the above, with butter. And I'm going to be upset if I don't have all three of those things in my grits. Those are my red flags. Those are not the red flags of every single black man in America. Yo, man, I never really cared for the phrase black love when it was expressed to me that black love is the phrase that we came up with to show them that black love exists. And every time you start off by telling me we're doing this to show white America that we exist, I'm always going to be pissed, me personally. But also another friend told me, no, black love is showcasing our black love. You know, it's, it's, it's okay. And I, and, I, and I get it. It doesn't have to be so cliche. I get it. But black love, the, the beautiful thing about black love is us finding the love with our blackness within the struggles of America and everything this country has put us through, that we still find love. We couldn't legally get married, so we jumped the broom. And now we made it part of our culture. Now think about that for a second. This is what we did. We couldn't afford certain things. So we may do what we had. Now, somewhere down the line, there has to be a cross between putting forth your best effort and respecting what a person's effort is. And if that individual's effort is not up to your standards, then so be it, yo. It's okay. I'm not going to tell somebody they should humble themselves and this is why you single because I hate that type of talk too, okay? I, I do. And I'm riding with women when they say, yo, don't tell me the Lord my standards. Cool. As long as everybody is willing to deal with the consequences of their choices, so be it. But I'm also not for this whole thing when it comes to our community, these things that break us apart and these standards that we're striving for. And we don't even know the background history of it. But like, for instance, did you know, and I just found this out, that the reason a groom stands to the right in a wedding is because to be able to reach for their knife or sword in case someone, when they say, does anyone think that this couple should not be married? Or in certain other parts, it was because a lot of times in a prearranged marriage, the groom did not know how the bride looked. And if it was revealed to him that she was unattractive, it's to keep him from running. Like, yo, this is the background of some of the things that we be holding on so strong to. Like, really? Listen, man, I don't know if this couple is going to make it. I don't care. Right? I love them. I don't care. Be in love. Eat the biscuit. Have the strawberry jam. If that's okay for you. Or go in a five-star restaurant and enjoy that big old steak. Because five-star restaurant steaks are scrumptious. The first time I had one, I understood why Shorty preferred that over coffee. I got it now. So if you hear this, I hear you now. I wasn't going to do it, but I get it. But if we're going to say that Black love needs to thrive, if we're going to say that our stories and our appreciation, and we're not a monolith, and Black people as a whole, we are diverse characters, then we're going to have to love and appreciate each other for who we are and who we show up as and be respectful of it. It's okay to say, yo, that's what's up. Shout out to you. First, ask the individual, are you happy with that? And if they genuinely tell you yes, then cool. And for all you, it wouldn't be me, people, stop. Stop. There's a lot of that wouldn't be me until it's me. Because when real life hits you, you'd be surprised what you do and what you don't do. You take the job that you don't want. You meet people off circumstances you never thought that you would meet them on. That's what life, that's what living is. If you're someone where life turned out exactly the way you thought it was going to turn out, then shout out to you. You are a unicorn. For the rest of us, yo, like myself, I'm just trying to experience the joy every single day in this white society, thrive as a black man, not get shot when I step outside by the police or get robbed, trying to maintain my blackness, my balance, my peace 
in this world in these United States of America. That's the history. That's who we are. Yo, if you're upset about what I just said, I get it. I love you too. And if you agree with what I just said, I get it. I love you too. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, it's probably because you've never had strawberry jam on Popeye's biscuits. I'm missing out on life. That about does it for me on this episode. As usual, you can catch me on all social media platforms at J Hall Society. Make sure you go to the History of Being Black podcast IG, leave a comment. Make sure you catch us on all streaming platforms Spotify, we on Apple Music, we on a lot. Go to the link, go to my page, and you'll see where we are. Download old episodes, share them, holler at us, let us know how you feel about them. But for right now, be blessed, be successful. Talk to you soon. The History of Being Black is hosted by Jay Hall. Executive producer, Ken Johnson. Find the History of Being Black podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Odyssey, Amazon Music, or where you get your podcast. Find the History of Being Black podcast on IG at The History of Being Black. Follow the Mean O-Line Media Podcast Network on IG at Mean O-Line Media. Get the Mean O-Line Media app in the App Store or on Google Play. The History of Being Black podcast is a Mean O-Line Media production. The JCPenney Friends and Family Sale is back. And this week, we're passing the savings on to you. Use your extra 30% off coupon to prep your home and style your family for Easter. That's extra savings on top of our great low prices. Plus, share your coupon with everyone you know and love. It's always better when we save together. JCPenney, make everybody count. Offer valid 311 through 317. Exclusion supply. See store or jcp.com for details. Yeah.